good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another the home episode of the podcast. Uh, I'll be the host of this year podcast, the uh, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, all right, the top square in his rightful spot. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? beginning to feel a lot like Christmas, boys, or, you know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you're into, but it's the holiday season. I'm feeling good. We're shipping a lot of popcorn, and I'm ready to cast. And I'm ready for Ted's freaking birthday. Let's go. <laughs> All right, back down there in the uh, bottom square, being fancy he is now, because he's uh, down at Palm Springs. Matt Conner, the producer of FCCC. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Great to see you. And thanks for rescheduling guys i'm the reason we're late this week for the record uh but yeah it was it was a great night last night and i appreciate everyone's flexibility and patience yeah no work i mean look the the afternoon day of is not is like not ideal but then we knew what you were doing we were both like yep cool we like, let's just do it tomorrow <laughs> yeah sometimes life comes in the ass in the desert <laughs> i will say this though on a tuesday night i was like huh what am I going to do now? Guess I'll watch 60 Days In. Uh, let's see. Uh, first of all, did everybody see me on TV? Yes. No. What were you on TV for? That's awesome. Well, it was the Seattle Sports Weekend for your boy. Friday night, I went to uh, Climate Pledge Arena for the first time to watch Seattle Kraken. Hell of a game. They beat Edmonton, which is a very good team in the league. Uh, everybody says this, so I'm not talking out of school. That arena is so nice. Like, I mean, it's like being in a nightclub or something. It's oh. also mad expensive. <laughs> Just like a nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hadn't had one in a while. I was supposed to go with uh, Migs, but his baby got sick. So then it was just me, and I was like, ooh, solo mission. Solo mission, Ted hasn't been out in a while, and uh, – we didn't have the best seats, but uh, shout out to one of our one of our listeners, Jared. He hit me up. He had club level tickets. Might have just gone down there and hung out in the club level, and then uh, you know third period went down and hung out with Barnes. I mean, it was it was a good night. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I saw Cobb Saturday night, which was a very fun night. So Sunday, your boy Ted's hurting, right? I'm supposed to be at this tailgate at nine a.m. No chance. I wake up at ten thirty. Right. <laughs> Dolan's is on my couch and I just go, Hey man, he's like, I'm not going tailgate. And I'm like, all right, look, it's 1030. I'm going to go shit, shower, shave. I'm going to be down there by 1115. He's like, yeah, right. I'm on it. Hop on the light rail, get down to the tailgate. Now my buddy, Phil, uh, I think you guys know Phil Cobb. You would know him through Tara. Okay. So, Phil's a member at the WAC. He's, you know, he's he's a cool dude. He's a little fancier. I'm not positive what he does, but I know he rolls pretty heavy. So generally, I don't go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in for a Sunday game. But I was like, you know what? You're inviting me to a game. I'm going to go. So go to this tailgate. It's fun. Like, they've been tailgating there for years. Like, even, like, the cops are stopping by. Like, what's up, Phil? <laughs> uh, wow. Over, right? Like, saw a bunch of people down there. Went over to my normal tailgate. Had a quick shot and a beer, beer and a shot. G 
juices are flowing. And he's like, all right, let's get in there. So I was literally dead center in one, because I usually sit in 146 for the Sounders. We were like in 148, row A, in the middle of the row. Wow. Just crazy seats, right? And then I'm wearing the old school Corin Robinson jersey, which is real. It's a Puma jersey. So like I, I'm like, man, we got to get on TV at some point. Fourth quarter, 30 seconds left. The Niners are driving in our end. And the camera's like, I think it's trying to catch the guy next to me firing everybody up. But Cobb, I'm just sitting there in this bright blue Seahawks, just like looking at the field and like Phil's talking to me. We get out of the game. I had 37 text messages. Oh, my God. Are you serious? I swear to God. Everybody's <laughs> like, dude, we saw you on TV. Like, that was like, I was like, ah, it was. They were probably the best seats I ever had for a Seahawks game. <laughs> dude, I love it. I, I assumed you were on TV as, like, part of your job or something. Like, no, random man in the Clark crowd, Ted Smith. <laughs> yeah, people kept tweeting me. They're like, 60,000, 70,000 people at a game. Like, how is it right on you? And I'm like, well, number one, they were great seats. And then that. That old school Seahawks jersey just pops. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dude, that's hilarious, man. I love that. Honestly, weird stuff like that does happen to you more than the average man, for sure. I don't know what it is, but, like, there's some, you know, there's some weird magic around you. I'm just happy I wasn't shoving a hot dog down my gullet this time. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Years ago, right? Like, Sounders game, it's on national TV, and they pan to, like, zoom in on me, and I'm like, like stuff a hot dog and try to start cheering again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Big win for them. Uh, I mean, look, the season's pretty much over, but it's good to beat the Hawks or the Niners at home. And there was a lot of Niners fans. I was shocked how many Niners fans were there. Yeah. I saw a lot of them in the market. That's how you always know. I mean, uh, like in Pike place on Saturday or Sunday, you, you can always tell what team is in town, whether it's baseball, football, whatever. And if there's a lot of them, there's going to be a lot at the game. It's also one of those things, whenever I go to a Seahawks game, like, I, I don't know. I feel like soccer overall and baseball have the best looking fans. But like at Seahawks games, there's just some dimes walking around. And like, yeah. right. And then even kind of like the regular girls, like I was talking to Tara and I go, I don't know if that girl's attractive to me or I just like the fact she's all decked out and like Sounders or Seahawks tights and like wearing Air Maxes. I'm like, I just like the sporty look. <laughs> yeah. I know it's tough when you're in a big crowd too, because I feel like you just get in there like, yes, 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 yes. Mine, mine, mine type like headspace. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, for sure. I fell in love like 10 times in the first half. Oh, uh, dude, I'm so happy you said that because I always feel like that's just me. I'm like, oh, I would give everything for that girl. And it's like, God, oh, my God, look at like, oh, my, like five times. And it's just like, what, what are we doing here? Like, who are these goddesses? You know what I mean? You never meet any of these people. Have you ever noticed that? You never meet any like completely perfect women. You only see them in public. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't know them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like as soon as you meet, of course, like nobody's perfect, you know? And so it, they only exist in the abstract. That's why also, I love it, Ted. <laughs> also, like, sometimes at a Sounders game in the bathroom, you might smell a little something. I'm telling you, the second half, every time I went to pee, it was like, I don't even know if you guys are using bait pens anymore. Straight up smells like people are just smoking joints in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 Which, of course, I love. I was like, I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, it doesn't bother me. But, yeah, the second half, you're like, mm-hmm. 
Well, you boys are in here smoking. I mean, Ted, look at it this way. Like at this point, you know, there's a whole subreddit just dedicated to like the war rigs that homeless people are driving around Seattle, like the RVs and stuff. I mean, there, there, there are very few laws enforced here. You think they're worried about clamping down on weed smokers at the Seahawks bathroom? I think not. <laughs> right. I know. Keep them if, smoke them if you got them, boys. That's all I'm saying. It's open season next year. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> that was kind of the feeling I got. And also, I, I was in the front row and definitely took a sip of brown water. And I was like, man, if I get caught on TV drinking brown water out of a water bottle, like, there's obviously whiskey in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right. I mean, Matt, you know what I mean? That was the only thing going through my mind. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. But I'm like, like the guy staring at me from the field. I'm like, they must know. Like, I don't think they care. Yeah. They I think it's if you're like too rowdy or like some reason that they have to intervene, you know, in the first place. Yeah. I was at a game. I mean, this was, this was years ago, probably like one of the first or second years I was here. It's so like 06, 07. First time I'd ever seen a Cardinals fan in person, right? I was like, whoa, Cardinals fans do exist. But I went with a couple people. Now, one of those guys we still know very well, especially you, Cobb, because he's part of the uh, club. And then another guy I used to work with. So the one guy I used to work with liked to be really loud and obnoxious. So he's wearing a giant wig, like straight up, like almost like an Afro wig, but it's like Marge Simpson straight up. Mm -hmm. So it's getting laughs, but people behind us are not happy. So like security comes over and our mutual buddy, he's got a flask on him. And like, without missing a beat, he just hands over the flask. Security's like, no, just put that away. <laughs> like, like you with the wig, you got to take that wig off. <laughs> right? They seem legit offended. Like, don't show us that. Just put it away. Yeah, but God damn it. And like, just come on, man. <laughs> It's not about you, okay? It's not all about you. Right? Like, we're not up here busting people for having a tiny little flask. It's the guy that's blocking everybody's view that we're up here for. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, is I feel like it's like that um, that attorney saying, like, only break one law at a time, you know? Like, if you're going to drive without a seatbelt, like, your blinkers better work. And so, you know, same with that. It's like, dude, if you're going to be drinking brown water, like, you better not be yelling obscenities at other fans. Oh, no, trust me. I was good. The guy next to me got a little rowdy. He was not with our group. And like, it was pretty tame. Like we're, you know me, I'm BSing with the Niners fans, this and that. And like, we're loud when they're on defense. My voice was shot on Monday, but at one point you're gonna have to bleep some stuff here. Matt. He was just like, come on, beat these fucking Niners. Pussies. And I was like, Oh, okay, okay man. Like, they're, they're okay. I was like, the people behind us are very nice. Like, I think we have to call, like, we don't have to curse them out. Yeah, like, honestly, they live like right down in San Francisco. It's like two hours away by plane. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. a nice city. These people are walked around, around it. Yeah, like, it's not that different. It's like a warmer version of Seattle. Um, dude, you know, you were talking about like just the, the other guys in the crowd, whatever. Um, I was just reminded when I was down, I went to a UT game this year. And right. this is like a new thing. I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what, if you guys have seen this in public, but these guys were like, so there's like a bunch of young, like probably like 21 to 23 year old guys, like six of them hyping each other up, like just, you know, crushing booze, whatever up in the cheap seats. 
And uh, it was kind of, you know, it was a little bit of a commotion. It was kind of pissing some people off. I was loving it. But uh, they did some challenge where if they lost, they would fill one of their, they'd take their shoe off, fill it up with beer, and then drink it. Have you guys seen these people? Oh, yeah. A shoey. A shoey? Have you done one? I have not done one. It's big in Australia. My guy, Daniel Ricardo, he wins a race. He always does a shoey with champagne. Yeah. Oh, dude, those look so ruthless. <laughs> I just was sending you guys the picture. So you- oh, that's what I was wondering what it was. <laughs> Dang, yeah, did have good seats. Oh, you had even a picture of you on TV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, also, I was like super excited that Blitz was in front of us the whole game. I just looked out there doing his thing, man. Dude, I'm a Mariner Moose guy. And God, I love Squatch. R.I.P. Squatch was the best. It just, for me, Blitz just has a ridiculous shoe game. Like yeah. he rocks like. He rocks like Jordans or like uh, like Russell Wilson shoes. And like I kept being like the drunker I got, I was like, no, 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 my question is, man, like, where is he buying these? Like, is there a dude out there making specific Nike products just for giant mascots? <laughs> <laughs> They're giant shoes? They're not like just the person's shoes or whatever? No, 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 because he's a mascot. So it's like a giant, like, fluffy shoe. And it's like Jays. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're freaking dude. <laughs> I, I, I'm aware of that. I got to peep that. Yeah, I was gonna say if you look I mean, at the picture I sent you, zoom in on the picture he sent us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can see it. You can see his kicks. Like they're fresh. Yeah, they dude, sure I mean, are. Out there making them, right? <laughs> I mean, they are. It was just, I was just like, God, oh, that's crazy. But yeah, and then yeah, that's a massive. That's a custom made job for dude. Those are rad. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> Bring in the heat. Oh, dang it. All right, you're breaking up a little bit. I cut out. I'll switch to my phone. You're all right. Uh, you seem okay now. Uh, the other thing, man, NFL fans, they bring a lot of stuff to the game. The guy behind us had, was, like, all decked out, and then, like, he had, like, a hat he had made. He had, like, a championship belt with him. He had, like, these giant, like, medallions i'm just like jesus it seems like a lot of work to get dressed wow yeah did he like what what were the medallions were they like awards that he had won at tailgates or something no they were just like fake iced out like niners medallions and stuff i guess for me i'm just like i don't like i went to the game you saw what i was wearing and then i had a big thick jacket on but like during the game i took it off and would put it on i was like i just don't want to walk around a game with all this crap right yeah, I mean, people express themselves different ways. But some of them do seem extreme. I guess for me, growing up, it was like Raiders fans were always dressed like crazy. And then like, I don't know, like in D.C., we had like the Hogettes, right? Which were dudes that dressed like hogs in dresses. Oh, yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems like everybody now is going way over the top with the costumes. And I'm like. All right, like it's still an NFL game, but you know everybody's got their thing. Yeah, I would say no, no in particular situation, but in general, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Like when people are hyped about something, it gets me more hyped, whether it's costumery or making noise or whatever. So I'm pro those wild costumes, but yeah, that does seem like a lot of you know a lot of weight to carry. It's also funny, like. A lot of the same vendors do Seahawks and Sounders. 
So my big trick is just always like, don't wait in the regular lines. Like just find a guy that's like walking around selling beers and get them from him. Huh. And then like the second time I hit this dude up, he's like, wait a minute. He's like, what are you doing here? Aren't you a Sounders person? I was like, I am doing both games, but he's always like right behind their section. Same as you, man. Yeah, knows his regs by like the games they go to. Yeah, exactly. He probably knows you as the smart guy that tracks him down instead of waiting in line. Yeah, man, because those lines, like at Kid Valley or whatever, that's behind the North End. Like that line is massive. I'm like, well, there's the guy with a red bucket full of beers. Like, let's just follow him. And record red bucket guys, like, oh, there's that genius Ted Smith again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet he has a lot of other thoughts. Other What's than, up? I bet he has a lot of thoughts other than genius. Like this guy finds me all the time. Yeah, I've I, never I, seen I, the man. I feel like in your day-to-day world, Ted, like people have a lot of different lenses of you. Like we're almost familiar with you as like Ted, the radio guy, but like, you know, your, your corner store guy probably knows you differently. You know what I mean? And I think, Oh yeah. I'm the Miller light and soda water guy. That's what I was going to say. You know how many times I buy a 12 pack of Miller light and a 12 pack of soda water. (laughs) They especially know me on Fridays. Like usually I walk over there right after the gym at like, you know, like 1030. And it's like early start. Like, ah, just just stocking up for tonight. When I get home, I'm going to want one. <laughs> uh, all right, Cobb, you brought it up. It is uh, we're only, well, you know, we're getting close to Christmas and everything. So I was going to ask you guys, like, what's your, I don't know. Is there like a specific tradition you got to do? Not just like family stuff, but like a tree lighting ceremony. And you just like to look at lights. Like what's like your, like, it's not Christmas until I do this kind of thing. Go ahead, Matez. Well, <clears throat> last year, you know, with COVID kind of just threw it all out the window and Tyler and I just hung out down here and did our own thing. Uh, we drove up to Joshua tree on Christmas and you know we have very unique experience but i do there's a lot of cool lights around here and we know where at least like five different christmas trees are that we'll probably drive around and go look at and take it in you know i mean it's not exactly christmas weather to most people down here but they still do lights it still gets dark pretty early and it's uh it's nice to have everything lit up all fun and colorful and um yeah, I know we'll we'll hit a few few different trees, take some pictures, and uh, yeah, we're in a, a new Christmas tradition mode. So it's basically whatever sticks from last year. All right, that's fair. Well, I mean, that's like <laughs> start, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to get. I mean, as far as traditions, I love driving around and looking at lights. We did that last week for people who are interested in Seattle. There's a there's a map you can download. Um, we just found it on a QR code, but. You can find it that shows like all the best holiday lights and spots. But for me, I would say the one tradition that uh, always makes it feel like Christmas is uh, my mom and I have a tradition on the last night of the Christmas ships. We always go out on one of the Argosy boats and just get to spend some one-on-one time and get a photo of Santa. So I'd say that's it for me. It always, it's like, okay, like it's Christmas. It's on popcorn. Like uh, you're done shipping popcorn and like it's locked in for the holidays. And that's usually around the 23rd. So. Yeah, you know what's funny? I have never actually gone over and like looked at the Christmas ships. I and I'm always like, this year I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough because they go different places, different nights and whatnot. But um, yeah, you can actually get on them and, and ride them too, and that's that's what I would recommend. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I like the lights. I always see. I also find it funny that like, you know, people that don't know like festivals, specifically like Burning Man, they're always like, "Oh, is it crazy at night?" Because you're like tripping and you look at all the lights. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but also like the lights just look cool. Like we all get fired up at Christmas because we have lights. Like lights are fun to look at. Yeah, it's like if Christmas was put on by professional lighting providers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and also, like, isn't that one of the funnest things about Vegas is the lights on the strip? Yep. Yeah, that's a good point. And honestly, a lot of the people who are out there are the people who, like, you know, are inventing, like, LEDs and uh, drones and stuff like that. I mean, this year they did the drone, a big drone show out there. They probably had 200 drones. I mean, it's on, it's on the Internet. So, like, that guy obviously like, does drone shows for a living, you know, but he did it for free. It was cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It is kind of wild. But I'm with you. I could I could drive around and look at lights for a while. I know what's the Cobb, what's the cool spot over by UW? Like that neighborhood that kind of like Lane. Lane. Yeah, it's just north of UW, uh like technically on the border between the U district and Ravenna, right above the uh, uh U village if people are looking for it. Very cool. Yeah, I went over there a couple times. And then I've never done it, but I still have a fantasy of just getting a group of people together, renting like a limo or a limo bus and just drinking beers having shots, ripping weed, and just cruise around looking at lights. Oh, my God. Dude, if you want to do that next year, I, I'll put in cash now. That sounds amazing. Exactly, right? Like, you got to stop once in a while for a little pit break so people can pee. But other than that, I'm like, you, if you're self-contained. You could have snacks in there. You can do whatever you want. Dude, I only have one. I have one, um, one, one holdup or one request. What's that? White limo. White Ooh. limo. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially like the big light displays. Like I think Point Defiance has a big one you can drive through and stuff. Dude, Ted. The only reason I say that when I was a kid, we went to Candy Cane Lane, and my biggest memory at the time, the movie that was big, was like Richie Rich and Blank Check. I was all about those. And when we were there, we saw a kid in a white limo hanging out the top of the limo, and I was like. That's the richest person I've seen in my whole life. Oh my. <laughs> He's got made. <laughs> it was just some random kid in a white limo, but he was like, he was hanging out the sunroof, man. Like you don't get cooler at 10 years old. Just straight up. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the fantasy. Like, Where is that kid now? Thing of Snickers bars. And I don't even know what he was up to, dude. <laughs> he was partying, man. Hard. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break here and we'll come back, do some emails and what's Matt in the cop topic. All right, welcome back. Thanks to our sponsors, whether it be a high quality university or a sex toy, we're just happy you're here. All right, <laughs> Cobb, do we have some emails? I'm going to Harvard and getting a dildo. Uh, can't cook. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> 2021, baby. <laughs> Uh, all right. The subject line of this email is can't cook. I can't cook. So I always have Tostitos pizza rolls in the freezer. You guys always make me laugh. Thanks. Trevor from Redmond, Oregon. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I used to love pizza rolls and then I just got old and they just give me the worst indigestion. Now, granted, I never generally ate pizza rolls. So after midnight, but (laughs) Trevor, that's probably my favorite. One of my favorite emails we've gotten. (laughs) 
That's why I always have them in the. Well, it's funny too. We've had this conversation. I don't eat pizza rolls anymore. We're like, oh, party pizza. Same damn thing. Same company. I'm like, I'm in. I just love it. His email was like a, essentially a text. You know what I mean? It's just like I can't cook shit. Keep those pizza rolls on lock. Later, boys. <laughs> like, all right, man. Uh, Karen Rogers guy. Hey, fellas. Catching up on some old podcasts and came across the uh, the laugher of a Karen Rogers guy. Don't worry about him. He listens for sure. Or he still listens for sure. Just another example of a keyboard keyboard warrior who in person would say he loves your station and podcast. Love you guys. Been a listener since the beginning. Keep up the misinformation. Tony Baloney. Tony. Tony Baloney. Hey. Tony. <laughs> I will say, I mean, like, whatever. Karen Rogers and Throw Rogan are still very funny nicknames. <laughs> What's did you say Throw Rogan? What's yeah. that? Because he said he went to Joe Rogan instead of like a regular doctor. Oh. He's a quarterback, so he's Throw Rogan. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh man. Dude, it's always fun when uh when we get an email from somebody like I've been listening since the beginning. And because I don't think we've gotten emails from that guy before. I'm not sure, maybe, but it always surprises me. Yeah, no kidding. It's been a journey. God damn. I know. Imagine that guy. He's like, oh, like you, you say that. And he's just nodding emphatically like, yeah, man, it's been it's been a ride, boys. Like, God damn, it has. This seriously has. Jesus. Good for us. <laughs> oh, is that it for the emails? That's it, baby. All right, Matt, let's uh, check in with what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Uh, before we get to what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Whoa. Check out with what's Matt. Hey, hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Whoa. Check out with what's Matt. All right. Um, yeah. So, uh, it was the weekend was pretty good. Um, you know, played a couple rounds of golf. My dad, my dad decided to stay longer because he was just like, you know not not having the return flight so he hung out for the rest of the weekend we got a couple extra rounds of golfing nice was it friday night yeah friday night we played at like i think we started at 2 40 and it gets dark by like 4 35 or something this time of year down here so but we got 16 holes in in like two hours and 10 minutes it was crazy um that also but, shows you're both good golfers. It was it was a great round. It was it was <laughs> you know if I bogeyed the last two holes, it would have tied my career best of 87, which I also shot the day prior. So um, I was playing some good golf. Um, things are feeling good out there on the course. I'm learning a lot about golf and fitness and like piecing all my like biomechanics knowledge into get integrating it with like when I'm actually swinging a golf club has been really weird because it's like my mind has so many thoughts going but you just got to swing the club with a little bit of that awareness and uh overall it's going pretty good but let's be real you know that short game needs work but uh, <laughs> it's, it's where, where all that scoring happens within 100 yards so or a lot of it um, <laughs> you know what i'm gonna say i say it every time right drive for show putt for dough yeah it, it, it Things can add up real fast around the greens. Uh, still very <laughs> capable. 
Is there any worse, like five, I don't know, five pace walk than when you miss a putt and you got to walk past the hole again? Like I shouldn't have missed that. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there's a really funny meme on some of the golf accounts that I follow right now of like, it's from this video that went viral of like this Cholo dude walking back and forth, like tough talking. And it's like me walking to the bunker to take my ball out. Me walking across the green to the other bunker that I just shot it into. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, trust me been there know it well yeah <laughs> it's it's a hell of a game so uh yeah i'm having fun with it and uh yeah it's 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 really cool um yeah and then outside of golf they had a tamale festival this weekend Woo! which i mean it was great there's a lot of different tamales there um cobb you would have loved it there was like five different tamale tents with all the exact same words and the exact same fucking address, right? But they all had different branding and, like, uh, names of things and mascots, but it was all the same flavors, all the same words, and the exact same address. Some dude's running a tamale empire and popping up eight different tents around the festivals and just breaking it in. Everyone had this long-ass line, and it was like, it was blowing my mind. I was like, this is a scam. They all say the exact same thing in Pacoima. Like, it's the exact same ad. And I was just like, we were standing in line for another one. And I was looking around. There's like five different tents. All have the exact same signage. Just different colors, different names, and different logos. Was that at the street festival thing they do down there? No, no. This was down in Indio. Oh, okay. Um, and- yeah, dude, I know that... Uh, that- tamales are like a big thing for like selling around the holidays for like Mexican families. Um, was it like, um, was it just like a full on like year round business or is this like a charity thing or what was going on? So I don't know if they do like a regional tamale festival tour in different towns, but I mean, it was a straight up like carny, like the, the half of it was like carny rides in the world's biggest uh, bouncy house is this big inflatable castle that was like just gigantic. It was so cool. It looked like a palace from like Aladdin or something, but like brighter How color. How big was it? Huh? How big was it? Dude, it looked like a mansion. It was like, I mean, 40, 50 feet tall and like, I don't even know how big inside. We actually didn't wind up going in it, but it was very fun to look at. Um, but we did all the rides, all the good ones. And yeah, it was fun, but it was like, I mean, at a certain point, I mean, cause to me, it's like, Oh, this is like local tamale festival. And you get there and it's like, no, 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 these are carny rides and carnies working the rides like straight up. And then I was like, where are these people going tomorrow or next weekend? And is it another tamale festival with the guys from Pacoima with all the tents with the different colors? Like, I don't know if this is just like a regional Southern California traveling circus with tamales. I mean, I want to go. I like circuses and I really like tamales. Yeah, Yeah. it was super fun. Um, But it was also, I mean, I don't want to complain. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it was a little hot for tamales. Like, how dare you? How dare you come on this podcast? (laughs) 
to two guys who are trapped in the cold rain in Seattle. Like, you son of a bitch. I, wow. Who wants to eat tamales at 78 degrees? That's a slap in the face. I, all yeah. right, so Matt, you're not wrong. But, I mean, honestly, look at Texas. I mean, and in the summertime, it's hot as hell. And it's like, oh, let's slow cook barbecue. All I know. Day. I know. I know, but Ted, I'm telling you, I was more excited about the Aguas Frescas than the tamales at that point. By the time we got up there, I was like, what are these flavors of these juices in the jugs? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Chicken, pork, and cheese. Two, two of each. Okay, great. What are these? <laughs> what's the, uh, what's like the milk drink? Porchata. Porchata. Por- I can't say it right. Tyler always busts my balls okay. about that. Porchata. I don't, I, now I, I it's, it's, Ted, it's my Viet, Vietnamese. Like, I can't do it. Orchata? Orchata? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're doing a bad impression of a Mexican person. Orchata! Tyler never sounds like she's half Mexican until she says the word horchata. She's just got it down so good. And it's like, I just sound so white. Uh, so, Horchata <laughs> is a uh, yeah. I think it's rice milk. It's a local Mexican milk that I've found <laughs> <laughs> in Southern California. Yeah, world meat horchata. <laughs> horchata. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell. Them, we should just label this one horchata. Horchata. <laughs> Boys talk horchata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, is it about that time? Doop 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 boop boop. Uh, topic. Uh, topic. All right, boys. Uh, kind of a darker one. Depending on, I don't know. It really depends on your your view of life, and more importantly, the afterlife. Um, I had uh, so like a week ago, uh, a little over a week ago, um, had uh, an uncle pass away and we were talking about, uh, you know, funerals coming up and stuff. And so we're talking, talking a little bit about arrangements and I guess, uh, there, so he was in the military. So there's sort of a thing for family. And then there's a thing the next day, um, where they're doing a graveside service, you know, the, the gun salute and everything and putting him in the ground. And I was like, okay, that seems reasonable. Also heard like a pair for that somebody was saying he was getting oh dang it. hang on turn your video off <laughs> yeah we lost oh, you. okay hold up we lost you you guys got me back that's that better all right you got me back or i may switch the phone no we're we good. got you okay uh where'd you lose me you were talking about they were having two ceremonies oh yeah so they're having two ceremonies and um so one of them is just like the family's going to hang out. And then the other one, they're putting him in the ground. But a paragraph before that, they had said that he's getting cremated. And so I was like, okay, he's getting cremated or he's getting put in the ground. And they were like, yeah. And so I was like, okay, like I always thought, you know, you're getting cremated. You're put in like a mausoleum or sprinkled over something. And if you're, and if you're, you know, like just embalmed, then you're going in the ground. And so apparently a lot of people get cremated, but then still get buried for some reason. And so I thought that was pretty bizarre. So I was always thinking I'd like to be sprinkled somewhere cool. Uh, but cop topic this week, uh, 
how would you like your remains disposed of? I'm curious to hear what the podcast listeners have in mind. So feel free Email us, literally the word email at thepodcast.com. 99% chance it'll get read because we only get three or four emails a week. So take, shoot your shot. Um, but yeah, for me, I was just thought I would send somebody on a scavenger hunt to sprinkle my ashes at different exotic locations around the world. Something simple. Yeah, I will say this, like over the years, like I, I very much enjoy, not enjoy, I like better the celebration of life stuff. Where it's like somebody's already been cremated and it's like, they're still sad, but I also kind of like that. It's a little looser afterwards and people tell stories and everything. Like I grew up only going to Catholic funerals and it's like long and it's just, it's, it's tough. And then you got to go to the grave site and like, ah, it's just brutal. That's like that Kennedy style funeral. Yeah. So like for me, I would prefer to have like one of those celebrations of life. And now what they do with my ashes that's a tough one. I don't know. Remains. It could be ashes. It could be your body, anything. Uh, you know, that's a good call. I, I mean, I'd like maybe to be <laughs> like, you know what? Every year you take some of my ashes to a, t- to a famous tailgate. And you just sprinkle them in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving somebody like a 20 year quest. Yeah, right. Sprinkle them in a lot. <laughs> God damn it. That's such a dead answer. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, sprinkle me over Mount Rainier. And you're like, sprinkle me in the parking lot of a 49ers game. <laughs> yeah, right. Sprinkle me in E1. Yeah. <laughs> me in E1 at Lambeau. It's like, God damn it. Dude, you're like, yeah. Like, take some of me to Death Valley and just as you're shotgunning a beer, you let it drop out of your pocket. Jesus, Ted. How about hey, you, Mateus? Just get me to the tailgate grounds. That's all I ask. <laughs> That is your Super Bowl, man. It is the place you're most comfortable. It's like your your living room to the world. <laughs> Matt? Um, I grew up at the beach. I was always thinking I'd like to be out in the ocean, but maybe just like dump my body out there. And because then it's just like, I'm probably not going to die in a badass way, but that's kind of like, you know, hey. And then I feel like then I'm actually fish food. I'm not just like ashes aren't really doing anything, but like a shark could come eat me up or something. Unless you like wash up at some guy's house a day later. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking it would be a nice, easy thing of like, ah, oh, we don't need a bunch of fanfare here. Don't worry about the cremation. Just like, you know, <laughs> let's-, let's go dump the body. <laughs> yeah. Go out at night, small boat, no numbers. <laughs> a friend you can trust no cell phones does that sound fun does that sound like an adrenaline rush like i'm ted, dead but you're gonna feel alive sneaking out of the harbor <laughs> ted can you imagine if that's what he left in the will for us he's like one million dollars but ted and cobb have to throw on ski masks and take me out into the northwest ocean <laughs> yeah i know it's like jesus man i gotta learn to scuba dive <laughs> I know, dude, we're like buying cinder blocks at Home Depot. It's like, please make this thing go down. I will say this on record. My only rule is don't bury me on a Saturday in the fall. Like, <laughs> people are watching college football. We're not ruining that. Like, make it, make it a weekday. Take a day off. Let's have a little enjoyment out of this. Don't bury me on a Saturday in the fall. Right. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. There you go. Uh, We'll be back next week for our last one of the year, which, of course, will be the epic year end wrap up. I'm just saying that now. I don't we don't do a year end wrap up. We'll probably just talk about Christmas cookies and something else. Special holiday episode. Special holiday episode. 
It's going to be the home episode 69. What? Hi. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, could, could it be more special than that? Holiday episode and the number 69. Get ready. <laughs> All right. From CTP for Cobb of Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.